Are you ready for common sense retirement planning advice? Tired of the noise coming out of mainstream financial media that doesn't always have your best interest at heart? Looking for someone who will answer the tough questions that applies to your money? Well, welcome to the Plan to Retire podcast. Good day, and I hope you're well. This is Jeff Bauer, Certified Financial Planner with Plan to Retire, and today we're doing the Plan to Retire podcast. Today's topic, we're going to talk about a SEP IRA as compared to a simple IRA. But before we jump into that, just want to remind everybody, this is a podcast. This is not a situation where we're developing a planner and client relationship. You are not a client of mine unless you signed a client agreement. So in absence of that, just the fact that you listen to this podcast doesn't mean you should take my advice specifically for your situation. Also, keep in mind that any investments that we will talk about during the podcast are simply for illustrative purposes and are not a recommendation for you to buy or sell anything. So hopefully we made the lawyers happy in absence of that. I hope you're having a wonderful day starting off January here and your 2021 is doing well. Getting a lot of questions from the field about this SEP IRA versus a simple IRA. So I thought it'd be a great thing to do in a podcast. Let's first talk about what each of them are and then a comparison of the two. And then I'm going to share with you some of my personal insights that if you were to implement a SEP or a simple plan, some things to consider and some what I call plan to retire best practices. First, a SEP IRA. SEP means Simplified Employee Pension, and it is a type of an IRA. It's intended for people who are self-employed or if you have a small number of employees, generally small companies. Basically, it's a retirement plan that you can set up. It is based for 2021. You can base it on the first $290,000 of compensation that someone would have, one of your employees, and you have to give the same percentage contribution into the employee's SEP IRA. They do maintain individual IRAs. They're individual accounts. This isn't a group account like a 401k. They would each have their own individual account and you would set the percentage of their pay that you want to contribute into their account. You have to do the same percentage for everyone. And that percentage is limited to the smaller of $58,000, the gross dollar amount, or 25% whichever is the smaller of those two. So that's the maximum you can put in for an employee, including to yourself. And of course, the funds are paid to a custodian and a trustee that holds the IRA for the employee. Now, the SEP is company-only money. So there is no employee money that goes into the SEP IRA. This is just company-employee-only money. The other thing is the funds are immediately vested. What that means is if you put the money in one of your employees' SEP IRA accounts today, well, in theory, in two weeks from now, if they want to take it out, they can. Now, of course, there's potential taxes and tax penalties that would apply, as well as depending on what kind of investment they had, may have some early withdrawal penalties. So all of that can eat into a big chunk of what they would take out. But they are immediately vested. So it is something they can get in there. There's no loans. There's no hardship provisions like a 401k because, frankly, they can just go in there and take the money out. Now, simple IRA. Let's talk a little bit about what a simple IRA is. A simple stands for the the acronym simple stands for Savings Incentive Match Plan 
for employees of small employers. So it's intended for businesses that have no more than 100 employees who have earned at least 5000 or more during the preceding year. In addition, the business cannot have another retirement plan. Now, a simple IRA is employee money and potential employer money, depending on how you fund it. There's predominantly two ways that you can fund a simple IRA. One way is you can do a match. So you can set an example and say, okay, I want to match dollar for dollar up to 3% of an employee's pay. And you have to identify that in before the 60-day period in any calendar year. Basically, in October, you have to tell your employees, what are you going to do for next year in their simple IRAs? You have to kind of look in the crystal ball. So it's one of the things that's a little bit inflexible with a simple IRA. You have to look ahead. And you can't change that in that next calendar year once you start because it is a calendar year plan. You cannot have more than one type of retirement plan for your company if you have a simple IRA. So just like the SEP, if you have a simple IRA, that's it. You can't run another type of plan with it. So you can't have a SEP IRA and a simple IRA at the same company running at the same time. That's not allowed. Now, as far as the funding requirements couple ways you can fund this. You can make it company-only money where you can put in 2% of everyone's compensation, everyone who's eligible, and I'll go over the eligibility guidelines here for a simple IRA in a minute. So you can do 2% of everyone's pay who's eligible, or you could do a dollar-for-dollar match equal to at least 3% of their pay. Can't do less than 3% other than twice in a five-year period you can go below 3%. But again, you have to look ahead. So you could say in October of a given year, if your year was rough, hey, tell your employees, we're not going to do the dollar for dollar up to 3% next year. Maybe we're only going to do dollar for dollar up to 1%. So you can do that, but you can only do that twice in a given five-year period. You have to predominantly maintain that dollar for dollar up to 3% of pay. Now let's talk a little bit about eligibility. On a SEP plan, you can set certain parameters on eligibility. You can distinguish whether someone worked for you up to two years, and you can make them have to receive at least $5,000 a year in compensation. So if you had a part-time employee that made $6,000 a year and they've worked part-time for you for four years, they're eligible for your simple IRA. And you have to give them the proper notice, not only initially when they're eligible, but you have to give them notice each year. Okay. So those are the eligibility parameters. You can set it as short as zero waiting period, one year or two year, and you can make it anything from $5,000 to uh, less as far as the contribution or their annual compensation to make them eligible for the plan. But if someone meets those criteria, you cannot exclude them from the plan. They are eligible for the simple IRA. You and your employees also can roll over amounts into a simple retirement account from another type of retirement plan or an IRA. However, during the first two years of participation in a simple, you may roll over amounts only from another simple IRA. If you had an IRA, if an employee did another company or another IRA on their own, they can't roll those funds into the simple plan until it's at least two years old. 
And after those two years, your employees can withdraw their funds out of a simple IRA for any reason. Again, they're immediately vested, similar to a SEP. So they can take that money out after two years. Now, in the first two years, if they would attempt to take funds out, they're going to have a 25% tax penalty. If they do it after the two years, they still have a tax penalty of 10%. So they're going to pay their normal federal taxes plus a federal tax penalty of 25% in the first two years or 10% every year after that. So simple and SEPs have some similarities. The similarities are you can only run one of those at a time. The second thing is the employees are immediately vested in the money. The big difference between the two is a SEP is company money, where a simple plan can potentially be employee and employer money going into the account together. Now, which one works for you? Really, for those, it comes down to do you want your employees to participate as well with some of their dollars? If you want them to participate, then the simple would be a best way to go, especially if you're starting from scratch. If you don't have any assets in a retirement plan, we usually find that the cost to set up a 401k plan when you're starting from zero, frankly, for most small businesses are just too costly. So if you start out with a simple IRA, run a simple IRA for four or five, six years and you know get a fair amount of money in there, today I recommend to clients you know, if your simple IRA combined with all your employees has around 250000 you know, there are then market alternatives for 401k plans. But frankly, that's for another podcast in the future. We're going to more depth in 401k plans in the future. But let's talk a little bit about some ideas I have from the field on a SEP and simple IRA. One of the common questions I get this time of year from business owners, and we're especially seeing it this year, I don't know if it was PPP money or the fact that the economy in many industries is actually very strong, despite some of the headlines, and obviously some industries are hurting, but a lot of industries are having banner years. Frankly, anything construction related, especially home building, is just knocking it out of the park right now. But we're getting calls from those business owners who are saying, I've got some extra money. I want to do something for my employees. I want to put this money in a SEP plan. And they can. They can put money in for a SEP for last calendar year as long as they haven't filed their taxes for that year. And the one thing I often caution them about is, remember, whether you do a SEP, a simple, a 401k, a profit-sharing plan, whatever the company retirement plan is, Number one, remember, this is meant to be a retention tool, right? The whole reason you're doing it is you want to retain your employees, number one. Number two, you probably want to, for yourself as a business owner, be able to have a vehicle to squirrel a lot of money away. And this is a great avenue to do it. The problem is, number one, to be a retention tool, in my personal experience, retention tools work best when they're consistent. So if you had a great 2020 and you want to put money in, you know, that's great if employees going to get a couple thousand dollars. But then if you do nothing for three more years and that account just sits idle with a couple thousand dollars in it and doesn't really get much return, in my opinion, you're kind of losing the value of being a retention tool. It's like, well, you put money in for me three years ago, but he hadn't done anything since. In some ways, I think it can kind of have a reverse effect. It can be a negative. So, A good conversation I had this morning with a local business owner, and we were talking about this issue. I said, if you're going to do it, you're going to do the SEP or a simple. 
do an amount that you know you can stick with even in difficult times. If times get tough and you can do 2 to 3% of an employee's pay, do that. That's better than committing to like 5 or 10% of their pay and then having to stop it. Because if you're putting money in every month, every month when you close out your payroll and you're putting contributions into a SEP or making that match into a simple, it's much more powerful that they're seeing every month that account going up in value. And most companies today, hey, they at least have a monthly statement or they have an online account that they can see or, or you know, one of the vendors we use actually sends employees a weekly notice, shows them weekly what's in their retirement account and as a reminder 52 times a year what their employer is doing for them. So they can see that account grow over time. And then it, to me, it becomes a more powerful retention tool because small amounts consistently invested are how you solve the retirement puzzle. You don't solve the retirement puzzle by fits and starts of, hey, I'm going to put 5000 in now for my employees, then I'm going to wait five years, and I'm going to put another 3000 That's not going to get them to where they need to be. It's not going to get you where you need to be to be a retention tool. Do a small amount consistently over time. And I, I think that you're going to get much more bang for the buck to do that. So just my food for thought, how I think you should implement if you're considering the SEP or a simple. Just to review real quick, the two, a SEP is company-only money. They are individual retirement accounts. You can set parameters up to three years before someone would be eligible. You can set an age requirement of 21. It's based on an employee's percentage of their compensation. And for 2021, that gross dollar amount's 58000 or up to 25%. And what you do for one employee, you must do for all the same. Reviewing a simple, a simple can be company money or employee and company money through an employer match. Generally, the most common option is dollar for dollar up to 3%. An employee, you can make them wait either zero, one, or two years. You can set an age requirement of 21. You can set a compensation requirement of up to $5,000. And you do have to give a notice in advance on a simple IRA, what you're going to do for a calendar year, you can't change it. So in one sense, the SEP's a little more flexible, but it's company-only money. The simple plan's a little more rigid, but you can get some employees to make sure they can participate in the plan as well. That's kind of a breakdown for you on SEP and simple IRAs. Just thought that'd be a great podcast for people that are thinking about what kind of retirement plans, if you're a small business owner, or really even if you're self-employed, you can do a SEP. And it's not unusual for us to see people who are single member LLCs to do a SEP plan. So give that some thought and certainly seek guidance from any applicable tax advisors or accountants you have. We don't give tax advice. We don't give legal advice, but that's something you want to run by them. And you know, if you have a question on this content or a suggestion for future content, feel free to reach out to us at podcast at plan that's podcast at plan and the number two retire.com. Appreciate your time today. And remember, if you're not doing the planning, someone's doing the retirement planning for you. Thank you for tuning into the Plan to Retire podcast. Head on over to plan to retire.com. That's the number two. So plan the number two retire.com to learn more, schedule a no obligation introductory phone call or to subscribe to this free podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. We'll see you next time on the Plan to Retire podcast.